Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Of course, we want to thank our good partners, Christian Healthcare Ministries, Compassion International. Here, Roman Gabriel, former professional quarterback and president of Sold Out Youth Foundation. Go to soldouttv.com for all family and student issues. I'm with my good friends here, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, played for Tony Dungy, but more importantly, impacting kids all the time. Ellis Wims with us, with us. Darren Gray, you know him from All Pro Dad. I know him from just being a friend for all these years and working with us at Sold Out Sports. I know about this incredible trip, Darren, that you guys took to Israel with a group of players. Ellis was with you. Tell me a little bit about it. Right here. I had the good fortune to invite 30 NFL players, coaches, and alumni, many Super Bowl winners, and we had a chance to go to the Holy Land for 10 days to walk in the footsteps of Jesus and spend time in the Sea of Galilee, by the wall, all the places that you would want to go to. But you know what? The number one thing that the guy said to me, and I'll, I'll let him riff off this, was the brotherhood that we formed there on that bus with young guys coming in from Detroit Lions, Pittsburgh Steelers, so many, and then some of the veterans like Ellis that was able to lean in and mentor up those young kids. Right, tell me about yeah, it. I mean, it was, a, it was an awesome trip, man. I mean, it was a, really a life-changing experience to get a chance to go to the Holy Land, uh, witness, witness the places that Jesus walked, and to do it with some of your NFL brothers past and, and present. Uh, what an awesome experience. Uh, a lot of great relationships came out of that, that, that trip. Uh, we learned so much about our faith. We learned about each other. Uh, we got a chance to really go to the Holy Land and really give back. Uh, we went to a children's hospital and got a chance to visit visit some children. And we just got a chance to go around uh, Jerusalem. Uh, it was just an awesome trip. Uh, so tell me in your mind, trip. reading the Bible, because all of us talk, those of us who haven't been to Israel, I'm winking at Darren. I, when you're reading the Word, you're imagining in your mind what it's like. Yeah. But when you go to Israel the first time and you open Scripture and you're standing in the place that it happened, how does that impact you? Oh, man, it just really makes it real for you. It kind of brings it home for you. Uh, one of the, the things I can remember is, uh, is being in the Dead Sea and actually swimming in the Dead Sea and, and tasting the salt and seeing the mud and just kind of, you know, a place that you kind of read about in the Bible. But now you're here in this huge body of land, I mean, body of water, and you're in it and you're walking in it and you you feel like you're walking those steps. So it just really brings it home and kind of makes it real. What crazy. was your favorite biblical place and, and how what associated what biblical story? Um, you know, I would I would say probably I mean, I wouldn't be, be able to just tell you uh, uh, absolute story. I mean, I. I, I'm not a person that kind of can can quote the Bible. Well, to when you ver- went to, verbatim. but when you went to, for example, when you went to the place Jesus was buried. Uh, 
Oh, that the, we went to going to the tomb. Oh, Herb Love, yeah. The chaplain for the Philadelphia Eagles brought a message at the tomb. Yeah. What was yeah. that like? Or, or, or get, getting the opportunity to see Tommy Harris, kind of uh, sing and 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 and, and kind of uh, you know sing to us. Uh, in that place, uh, that was an awesome. That was a, a, a awesome part of the trip. So I mean, it was so many different uh, places we went, and just getting a chance to walk that walk uh, was awesome. Ellis me, Williams is me. with us with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and of course, we want to thank Christian Healthcare Ministries and Compassion International for their partnership right here. Roman Gabriel, your host of Sold Out Sports Talk, and Darren, you know you've taken a couple of these trips to Israel with uh -huh. players. I know it impacted your life deeply. I mean, I remember you coming back and just almost almost altering your Christian walk. Tell me about that. Well, it definitely added to my Christian walk. It made it more real. I'll give an example. We got to go to the synagogue of Magdala, Mag as in Mary Magdalene's family. Like you talk about the support team for Jesus, the archaeologists think that the Magdalene family were donors to Jesus. Like they helped to support him because they had resources they built a synagogue. We got to sit in the synagogue. There's only one pulpit inside that synagogue. We stood at it. Guess who also probably stood at that, that, that pulpit? Jesus. Wow. Wow. <laughs> when we sat in that place and we heard a message and we connected, it was just, it brings it to life. It brings back the chills even now. When I think about what we did and the places that we were able to go, but it was the brotherhood, it was doing it together in and amongst believers in the NFL that got baptized in the Jordan River are now back stateside making a difference. Like Ellis Wims, his youth program is so amazing. Tell us about what's going on with that in Houston. And one one question before you do that, before I forget it. We were just talking about how the trip impacts the way you look at the Bible. Now when you read the Bible, and you read the stories and the places that you, in your mind, know you were there. How does that change the way you look at the word? Uh, I think it's it, uh, one of the things it does is it really brought home the conflict uh, over there. I mean, we, you know, you hear so much about the conflict in the news, uh, and it really kind of brought that home to to be in places where you see bombs have dropped and buildings have blown up, and you and you know that you know that conflict in that area of the world has been going on for thousands of you remember years. going up on the Golan Heights and standing up where with the with the Israeli mil the elite military okay. unit what was that, that was like? awesome well and seeing those young people that are a part wow. of that army you see you're seeing people right out of high school and they're they're not just a part of the uh, of the army warriors. they're leading they're warriors they're training and it's a part of their culture uh protecting the holy land is a part of who they are uh so really just Getting the chance to go to that area of the world and really it just brings all of it home to you. Okay, Ellis, you and I have something in common. We have a great heart and passion for young people. Absolutely. And your program, we've talked about this before, isn't just equipping young people, but it's having an impact on families and fathers. Talk about your program and about what you're doing. Well, uh, the, the, uh, it sounds like cliche, but the children are our future. And we talk so much about, you know, in the NFL, it's been a lot about uh, social justice and, and those things that are, are happening in tough communities like Indianola, Mississippi, where I come from. You know, uh, Indianola was rated the poorest city and the poorest state in the country. And when you live in an area like that, you get kind of unplugged from resources. So what we do is we take computer science education, we take job skill education to these kids, and we and we try to get them wired with that information. You know, as young as third grade. Uh, so they start to see themselves as people who can step out into this economy, 
fend for themselves, fight for themselves, and give them that confidence that they can they can go out into our society and be productive members of society. Because if you if you're not sure where your next meal is going to come from, that's going to cause some anxiety. That's going to cause you to make some poor decisions. But if you have confidence as a kid that you know you can go out into this economy, fend for yourself, and fight for yourself, and you have the skill set to make a living, man, it changes the way you look at school. It changes the way you look at the world. It changes the way you look at people because you know, hey, I got a shot just like anybody else because of the education that I got. Roman Gabriel on Radio Row, the Super Bowl, on Sold Out Sports Talk, talking to Ellis Wims, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and Derek, Darren Gray, all-pro dad and sold out sports and doing it all. Uh, Ellis, you know, we really appreciate our partners, and one of them as a as an organization of helping fathers to connect again to be the kind of fathers they need to Absolutely. be, regardless of their background. Yeah. And you know this, many African-Americans grew up without a father. I so did. did. I so did, did myself. People. You did yourself. I lived that so story. Tell uh, me about that. Well, uh, I'm a I'm a father of four, uh, and, you know, being a father is the most important job that I have in the, on the planet. Like, even where I got a Super Bowl ring on my finger, playing football was Put awesome. Put ring up so they can but, see that. But, but there's, <laughs> there's nothing like being a father and not having a father in my life growing, growing up. Uh, you know, as you get older in life, you realize some of the things you miss. And you have guys like Darren right here that can help supplement in some of the areas where you missed out not having a father. Uh, so for, for me, uh, you know, without that father being at home, I know I provide uh, stability, not just money. Because some, sometimes yeah. people get it, get it messed up where you think, think it's just about the money. But your children need your support. They need your love. They need you to – they need you to <laughs> – they need – they need you to tell you that they owe my old, my old college teammate. What's up, baby? RK, Reggie Kelly. What's up, hey, This man? guy had Good his barbecue you, sauce. Where is it? Hey, I'm going to give him another plug with his barbecue yeah. sauce. You got to have it, that, baby. Hey, right that's family right there, though. Hey, and, I want, and, and I want some barbecue hey, sauce. Right. That, give me a case. Yeah, where's that sauce coming to my house now? I'm just giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. Uh, NFL is family. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely, man. And we, we, okay, we, one other thing about that, what yeah. you just said. Uh, how much more motivation do you have to be a great father when you didn't have it as a kid uh, for your kids now? Man, it's, it's, uh, it keeps me totally motivated because, again, you kind of see the things in yourself that you miss. And it kind of leaves somewhat, it leaves a hole in you. I, I can remember, you know, going into the NFL and you know being 21 years old and not having anybody that i really really trusted that i knew i could trust that i could call on for advice to help me and give me guidance uh, uh having family uh leaning on you in a way to kind of be that father when you're not prepared to even be a father you know take care of yourself but you have you know your your siblings and your cousins and your mom and everybody in your family looking up to you as a young man because there's not a father that's standing in place to be that for you so uh, you know, it's it's tough, but it, you know, it makes it is the driver that makes me want to be a great father. Ellis Wims, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champion. Tell me about how they get a hold of your youth movement. Well, our movement is called Athletes for Computer Science, and we you know we teach uh, computer science fundamentals to elementary age kids. You can go to athletesforcomputerscience.org. That's athletesforcomputerscience.org. Uh, you can go, you can you can uh, sign up uh, if you want to uh, learn learn to be a teacher. You can help us teach. We're signing up athletes to be athlete ambassadors. Uh, we're looking for schools that want to be a part of our program. So you can go to athletesforcomputerscience.org. Take a look at us and see and see the work we do with our kids. Darren, thanks for bringing Ellis in because uh, this this is right up our alley. Faith, family, and sports, and again. Uh,
Fatherhood.gov has been a big part of this experience for us. And for you to tell that story, that's, that is really what it's all about, where the rubber meets the road for fathers in our country. we got to be fathers, right? Communities change when fathers are engaged. Awesome, awesome. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Sold out sports talk on AFR Talk. Roman Gabriel III, your host. The guy I have with me understands all about Super Bowls because he's a Super Bowl champion. Yes, sir. San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, Notre Dame, Notre yep. Dame fighting Irish, and Ricky Seattle Waters. Seahawks. That's right. You know, you're Seahawks too, man. <laughs> yeah, I should have known Seahawks. that. Yep. <laughs> Ricky Waters. I tell you what, Ricky, I appreciate you coming. It's great to see you. Oh, it's great to be here. It really is. Hey, tell me, tell me about your experience with the Seahawks, man. Oh, it was a great experience with the Seahawks, man. Great fans, great fan base. I think it's, it's great to see that they're actually getting that respect that they deserve as fans and as a team. Because you know, when we were out there, I, I didn't feel like we were really getting looked at like, like they are now. Well, this whole 12th man thing has really changed that city. I mean, I was talking to Chad Brown uh, earlier today, and he had the chance to raise the flag this year. Yeah, we need yeah. to get you Chad in there, man. Great, what are you man. gonna do that? I raised the flag. Oh, you did. So yep, when you I raised the flag, what was that like? Oh, it was crazy. It was like an aircraft carrier came over the stadium. I mean, they were so loud. It, it was shaking in there. It was just amazing. Okay, so tell me for our fans out there that are going, well, what's the twelfth man? Explain what the flag deal and what that all entails for Seattle fans and for people who get to raise it like you. Yeah, it's really cool, actually. You you go back and. Everyone just tells you how great you are <laughs> and pat you on your back and all that kind of stuff. But it's really cool because it's, it's a way of kind of, it's, it's kind of like you're the, you're the captain for that game. And so, you, you know, you do the, the coin toss and all those things, but then you also get the fans revved up before the game and you raise the flag, this is the 12th man flag, and the fans go nuts. And how high are you over the field? Oh, you're way up there. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is there. like above the crowd, right? Yeah, you're above the crowd when you do that. And uh, it's just a great feeling. And it's great to see because, dude, we're talking about an awesome stadium. Definitely not the stadium that I played in when you I was there. You were in the there. kingdom. Yeah, we were in the kingdom for one year. And then they imploded that thing. And I was pretty upset about that because they had me draped on the outside of that thing. I really well, loved that's that. right. And then all of a sudden they got rid of him. We were at UW playing for a couple years. And uh, oh, that, it was yeah, kind of a transition tough. period for us. So it's great to see them now with a great stadium. You know, they got a great facility out there and great players. Ricky Waters, Notre Dame, Seattle Seahawks, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers. And uh, he's here with us. So. You know, I was talking to Jerry Kramer. <laughs> who was an offensive guard for the Packers, Super Bowl one and two today. And he was telling me, obviously, about the huge difference in the coverage of the Super Bowl. But ever, just since you played, like, 95, what's it, what's it like? It's definitely a difference. Uh, it, was, it was big then. You know, it was great. We played in Miami. It was a great, great time and all that. But what it's become is just amazing. With, I mean, I can see how you can have a power outage. Yeah. You know, I, I, I kidded last year a lot because the 49ers got off to such a bad start. I said I pulled the plug on that game <laughs> so that we could see the real 49er team, which we actually saw Okay, in the well, here's half. a question. <laughs> we, um, when you were at the Super Bowl, how big was the media coverage in terms of numbers? Oh, well, it definitely wasn't this big. This is probably at least twice. Is that right? Yeah, this, this is it's pretty amazing, and especially when you know 
where it's reaching out to. And there's, I mean, there's all kind of languages. I'm hearing all kind of languages speaking right now. It's not just American and American sport anymore. I think it's the world watching. Ricky Waters with us on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Follow everything, including this video and pictures of, of Ricky. You can go to Sold Out on Facebook, Roman Gabriel 3 fan page, Twitter, and it's Sold Out 41. Bunch of places for you to follow us. Obviously, if they can't be here, Ricky, they can at least be here. And, and We'd love to have them physically here, but everybody can follow and see what it's like, right? That's it's right. different than just watching the game, isn't it? And that's, and that's what's, what's so awesome about it is that it reaches everyone, and everyone can 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 see this great sport that we've I mean, we had a big part in making it such a great sport, so it's just great to see the interest that it has now. Tell me uh, about your son. He was here earlier, and I saw him <laughs> singing, and he's, he's, he's like a little entertainer, so right? Yeah, yeah. Tell, me about the, tell me about what it's like being a father and what it's like uh, having your son you know, with you here. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's a great experience for us. This is the first time that we came as a family, and it's just a great backdrop for it because – I mean, even though it's cold outside and everybody's talking about how cold it is, this is still New York City. It is still the electricity that is so amazing. And having a son like Ricky He's Jr. right here. We got him on camera. You can't see him but on radio, but we got him on film. We'll put him up a little bit later on. Say hi yeah. to everybody that sold out. What's up? What's up? I like that. He's <laughs> he got sings, your 32. He plays the piano. Is that right? He plays the guitar. This guy he, he, He's got your 32 on oh, yeah. and your Seattle Seahawks jersey going. He's got the green thing. This is that special Seahawks color right here. They wear shoes that color. Yep, yep. He's got the hat. He's swinging with that. He's got the much better looking braces than I had when I was a kid, man. I know, me too. I had the steel going. <laughs> when they tightened those suckers, that was no fun at all. I got Ricky. And what's your name? Ricky, too, right? That's Junior, yeah. I'm, I, that's me. I'm, I was Rome. My dad was Roman. I'm Roman three. You got to love that. Are you excited to be here? Just yeah. your first time at the sewer here? Come here. Come right here. Well, here. <laughs> yeah. So you're having a good time? Oh, yeah. Now, you t is he getting to go to the NFL experience? Is we're going to go over there? Or? Oh, we're going to. We, we plan on uh, doing everything we could possibly do oh, with them. Oh, man. Both. You got, this is both, right? Who's this? Yep. This is my other son. This is Shane. Shane's here with you, yeah. so you guys wait till you He's go to the NFL experience. Tired. <laughs> NFL experience, you're gonna have a good time. They got everything for you over there. Yeah, they awesome. want to go to Toys R Us. There you go. Well, you know, you know, you don't need that Toys R Us. You go over that 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 deal for the. Uh, you get it all over there with that football thing when you go over to that experience, right? Your dad might even be floating in the air at that deal. So tell me about what it's like. Uh, you know, a lot of people when they retire, they have a transition period. When you're playing, it's really tough on family. I know that because my dad played 17 years. What's it like having the time now to spend with these youngsters and having the opportunity to, to engage with them and to be able to be a dad? Yeah, it's awesome. It's a great feeling. Uh, it's a big reason why I stopped playing. I, I could have probably played another, you know, maybe two or three more years. But I, I went. this guy came along in 2000, and uh, I wanted to be there for his first steps and his first words and all that kind of stuff, and I was there for it. And it was a tough transition, you know, truthfully, because – when you're changing diapers and you're, you know, taking out the garbage and stuff, nobody's cheering right. you on. No one's saying, oh, you're so great for that. So it was it was tough, but I am so glad that I, I did it. And I look at him now and all the things that he's able to do because I was there to show him and to help him along. It's, it's just a great feeling. Okay, so are you going to sing something for me? Sure. You got What do you got going? What um, are you going to sing? I have a Bruno Mars song. Oh, is that right? Give it's, it to me. It's pretty convenient. If you ever leave me, baby, leave some morphine at my door. 
Cause it will take a whole lot of medication To realize what we used to have We don't have it anymore Let's see. <laughs> 13 years old. He's 13 years old, so let's see. He's got to be what to be on American Idol? What, what can he do? He's got to be what, 16 or 15 or something like that? Is He's that what ready. you want to do? You want to be a professional singer? Yeah. You do. Can you dance too? Yes. Man, if you can do it both, he's going to use his talent. He don't have to worry it's about getting okay, in. It's okay, How about you? What do you do? He said he wants to play basketball. He told Is that me right? Be B-ball? LeBron James. See, so now you're said, teaching these kids right. They don't. Man. They don't need to play football, man. They get a longer career. You yeah. know, you have to worry about all the other stuff. This guy plays golf, man. Is he's, that right? He's yeah. almost a scratch golfer. This guy is are amazing. you almost a scratch golfer? Yeah. Wow, man. So these guys are getting into everything, right? Yeah, is is he taking going. you out of the golf course? Oh, he, I can't stay. He hurting you? Guy. Yeah. He got me into it. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> Here we're on sold <laughs> We're sold out sports talk on AFR talk with Ricky Waters and his sons here. Hey, I was going to ask you on a serious note. The whole player engagement thing, uh-huh. you know, the website and what's going on. Like we were just there earlier today with David Tyree and uh, Troy Vincent and everybody. Give me your um, feeling about what they're doing for these current players and some of the opportunities that are available. What this player engagement will do for players today, for their not only now but for their future. Well, I think. It is something that needed to be focused on, and I'm glad that it's starting. They're starting to focus on it and, and realize that, you know, once we retire, it, life doesn't end. <laughs> you know, it doesn't end. Yeah, you're not playing football anymore, but you definitely need to to transition into life after football, and it's a tough transition for all of us. So it sounds like with the emphasis they have with these players, they're kind of forcing these guys to think about something that sometimes they don't want to think about, and kind of. Everybody, I know what the mindset is because I, I only, with my neck injury, I only played like a year and a half. And you think that you're going to play a long time or at yep, least to get yep. a chance to do that. But So you're, you really never focus. Well, I don't want to focus on what's down the line because then I'm saying that maybe I won't make it. <laughs> right, you know? right. So in this case, you, you pretty much had to do it on your own when you came out, right? Yes, yes. My, my wife helped me tremendously. Is that right? That. Yeah, she's an attorney. And she uh, at changwaters.com, C-H-A-N-G. W-A-T-T-E-R-S yeah. dot com. Go check us out with that. But uh, she's helping retired players and, you know, know their benefits and understand what they, you know, have coming to them and all that kind of stuff. And anything that they have or need after it's all over with. And now she became a certified agent. So oh, great. Help the younger guys. So it's all about it's all about giving back for us. Well, finally, we were talking earlier uh, with them. And to me, the opportunity that you have now we were talking about role models and about the guys that really get it in the NFL and the, the ones that really made it both on and off the field were guys that were mentored, mm-hmm. that you had somebody take them under their wing. In fact, um, Herm Edwards came to me one day, uh, and he said, yeah, when I came to the Eagles, your dad put his arm around me and helped me to understand what being a professional football player was all about. He says that to me. Your dad helped me understand what this was all about. So – did you have that opportunity? Did you have guys that helped you that way had, when you came? I had in? quite a few guys. Uh, you know, I, I had um, John Teller was great in that way, and uh, also people don't don't realize, but like Ricky Jackson came to our team uh, at the end of his career, mm-hmm. and Charles Mann and guys like that. A lot of these guys uh, helped me out as far as that's concerned, and all through my career, I've had guys help me. But uh, it is one of those things that you have to think about. You have to think about when it's when you're not playing anymore, what are you going to do? You're not. It's not going to be the end of your life. You're going to have a long life 
um, after that, hopefully. And you have to think about what you're going to do next and what to fall have something to fall back on. And uh, I wish I had uh, thought about it a little earlier in my career, but I, at least I started to think about it towards the end, and I think that that uh, saved me. Well, Ricky, it's great to see. If people want to follow what you're doing, are you doing any social networking, Facebook, Twitter? Uh, uh, RickyWaters.com, check me out. And then at uh, RickyWaters, two T's is, is my Twitter. So um, check me out. Yeah. Hey, man, have fun with the family this week. It's great seeing you at Super Bowl. I really appreciate you coming by, and uh, have fun. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to have a lot of fun. Ricky Waters, Super Bowl champion. Thanks, buddy. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.